Hi everyone, I'm Tara Mont, and you're listening to the Trust and Thrive with Tara Mont podcast. I created this podcast along with my blog and brand to hopefully inspire others to live their most authentic life. I truly believe that we all have the power to live a life we love, and to do so, it's so important to be in tune with ourselves and be open to growing and evolving. I believe that once we can trust ourselves and our vision, that's when we can thrive. So with this podcast, I plan to discuss all things to do with self-reflection, personal growth, mindsets, and self-belief, all aspects that affect us in our everyday life. If you feel connected to my message and want to listen more often, I will be sharing one podcast a week, so make sure to subscribe and stay tuned. Welcome back, everyone. I hope you've been having an amazing week. In this week's episode, we have a very special guest. His name is Case Kenny, and he is the founder and editor-in-chief of Pursuit, which is a daily email list. And Case explains that he started Pursuit to share some perspective, and you will learn more about it in the episode as well as he goes into more detail. And his podcast, New Mindset Who Dis, can be found on all streaming platforms He posts an episode every Monday and Thursday with no BS life advice. And I listen to it and I really enjoy it and appreciate how honest he is. And I think that's something that people value is honesty and just being authentic and real and not pretending to be someone you're not. But instead, just share your perspective and realize that everyone has their own and may not agree with you and that's okay. In this episode, I really appreciated him sitting down to talk with me. You will hear him discuss New Mindset Who Dis and Pursuit and a lot more of what he does in his background. And he's in Chicago and I'm in Los Angeles, so we Skyped. And I hope you enjoy this episode. I took a lot from it and it was really interesting to hear another perspective and some life lessons that I think are very important. So with that said, let's get into the episode. So can you tell me more about yourself and Pursuit? What exactly do you do? Yeah, for sure. Uh, I mean, at my core, I'm I'm a writer. Um, I don't think I ever wanted to be an entrepreneur, um, really. But I've kind of evolved to a point where, you know, I've recognized that if I wanted to be a successful writer, that it goes hand in hand with being an entrepreneur in the sense that you have to understand how to get people to know about you. And that's essentially what an entrepreneur does is they drive attention to what they're good at, whether it's a product or service, in this case, my writing. So uh, I'm a writer. Um, and basically my stage for, for writing, um, isn't in the book yet. It's, it's in something called pursuit, which is a daily email, um, that I send out Monday through Friday, um, 10 AM CST. It goes out to just under 200,000 people every single day. Those are 200,000 people who are engaged and open every single day. And basically, pursuit is just you know self development type advice, and I know that's kind of a catch all for a lot of different things, but uh, it's basically me, just a dude, a thirty year old dude in Chicago, talking about different things that have helped me grow as a person, um, and humbly so, it seems to have helped a lot of different people. So I do that every single day. Started a podcast called New Mindset Who Dis uh, a couple months back, and that's really taken off. But same concept, me just talking. Uh, and rambling, and it seems to to really resonate with people. So I do that. I work with a lot of different brands who are interested in, in sponsoring and kind of content creation and things like that. But yeah, at my core, definitely, definitely a writer, definitely a, a podcaster. Uh, but I just, I really enjoy doing all those things. 
That's awesome. Thank you. So what made you exactly want to start Pursue? I know you said you were into writing. And did you study English in school or did you go to school? Like what made you want to start it? Uh, well, I studied the opposite of English in school, which would be Chinese. Uh, literally wow. study study Chinese. Uh, so, uh, I mean, I, I, I've always been a pretty voracious reader and writer. My mother um, is and was an author. And, you know, I, I, you know, in college, I wrote for my school newspaper, or whatever, graduated, started working at an ad agency in Chicago. And I just kind of felt that I was letting my creative uh, talents lie dormant. So I was like, I was going to start writing. So I started Pursuit as like a, it was at that point, it was like a men's lifestyle publication. I wrote about like fashion and stuff. It was weird. Um, but over time, basically kind of came to found my niche, which was just being more reflective and talking about my experiences. And then I kind of realized that there was a big market for people who were interested in, you know, being better people, um, you know, growing and self-development. So that's kind of how it came to be the super short version of it. Um, but I mean, it took me years to find my voice, frankly, because it's, it's easy to write, for it's easy to write what you think people want to hear versus writing from your own experiences and being vulnerable. And it's taking me a long time to realize that. But now that I think I have found my voice in a sense, it really resonates with people. Like people, I get a ton of outreach of people saying, Hey, like I can really relate to that or that was really impactful. And that's so humbling. And I'm so grateful to hear that, but that's been the result of me kind of checking my ego and trying to write about things that I don't know. And now I just write about things that I know. And I openly say it all the time. I don't know the answer to everything, but here's my thought, take it or leave it. And I think that kind of realness slash vulnerability has gone a long way. And and that's why it's enabled me to grow so much. I admire that. And I totally agree because I think some people think they have to know everything or be an expert to start something. But I'm the same way. I just want to express myself and you learn along the way. So if you don't mind answering this, I wanted to ask what kind of maybe environment did you grow in? I know you said your mom was an author, but were you inspired to maybe put yourself out there more? Yes. So I would say two things. One, just from a traditional standpoint, like my, my mom was a lawyer, dad, a consultant, brother, a uh, doctor, like really traditional career paths. And, you know, that was the expectation for me. Um, so I never wanted to really break that norm or do anything non-traditional, um, just to lay that foundation. But on top of that, like my, I was always encouraged to read and write a lot, which I did. And I would always tell my mom, and I'm like, yo, I'm going to be an author. It's going to be awesome. And she would always support me. Of course, she said, you know, you're going to be a great author. I have no doubt in that, but you need life. You need life first before you can write something truly amazing. And I I would always be like, ah, no, that's not true. I could sit down and write something amazing. And I've come to realize that she was so right that you need life experiences. You need to learn things before you can write something that's truly impactful. I'm not talking about sitting down and writing a Chronicles of Narnia type thing. I'm talking about writing Mm -hmm. human stories, right? And that's why like, I waited you know, through my own choice and through just circumstances until I was 29, 30 to one, start my podcast for sure. Because I was like, I don't think I have that much value to add right now. If I were just to talk and and conjecture about things, I want to talk about my experiences. So I waited and same with pursuit. It took me a while to get to this point because previously to my point earlier, I talked about what I think people wanted to hear versus my own experiences. So it was that kind of upbringing to answer your question, that encouragement of being creative, very creative upbringing. I was always doing, you know, very hands-on type things combined with the expectation that the, you can capitalize on that creativeness with experience and with time and with life. And 
as much as I'm the world's most impatient dude, I've realized that that's super true. And even if it's not true, like I was just on an interview before this and I said pretty much the same thing. And he asked me, he was like, well, then what advice do you have for younger people, 22, 23, whatever, that want to start blogging or podcasting is like, that makes it sound like they should wait. And my answer is no, absolutely. Like everyone has valuable experiences to reflect on, but reflect on those experiences and nothing else. Like don't talk about things that you don't necessarily know. And if you want to talk about those things, bring in other people, bring on guests, bring in different perspectives and do it. There's a right way to do it. And I'm so passionate about that idea because I found that in the process of me doing this, writing, podcasting, not only does it inspire other people, which is amazing and humbling, but through the process, it forces me to be more introspective and vulnerable with myself. And I think I've grown as a man over the past uh, eight months doing the podcast just because I sit down and I'm like, all right, let me think about my experiences that could help here. And then I just dissect through it. And it's really amazing. So I'm very passionate about the whole idea of content creation because it's helpful for you as a person and it's helpful for other people. And that's why we're on the earth. So I'll get on my soapbox, but that's, no, that's great. No, that's great. Thank you. And I can totally relate. I, I really like your podcast. I listen to it. And I think it really does force you to get out of your comfort zone. And But I wanted to ask, I'm sure you face a lot of judgment. And it's hard because I'm sure people say, oh, you're naive or you don't know about this. You still have life to experience. So maybe with any judgment you faced, what made you stick to your goals regardless? Yeah. You know, someone asked me a similar question the other day. And I was like, I kind of wish I had more haters because I think it would be healthy and like to help me grow. But the feedback has been really, really amazing. Like, like the uh, reviews on iTunes, they're they're all positive. I go through there sometimes like someone give me a shitty review, please. Like someone (laughs) talk, someone like call me out or something, but no one really does it. And I was trying to figure out why that is the other day. Um, and I'm not too sure, to be honest, I'm definitely not perfect. I definitely don't have the best advice. There's so many more talented writers than me, but I, I, I'm, I'm starting to think that it has something to do with the fact that I am very upfront with saying, I don't know all the answers that I'm not trying to tell you what to do. I'm just trying to inspire you to think for yourself. And that seems to resonate with people. So I would, I would answer your immediate question with that. But then outside of that, like, yeah, like when I started the podcast and pursuit, like, um, working at a company, uh, a company with a lot of very successful people, a lot of very wealthy people. And they're like, yo, this dude is blogging. Like who, like <laughs> wh- why are you wasting your time, dude? Just like stop doing that and focus on making the money. Yo, go make another six figures. Like it's easy. Like take yeah. that time and do that. And like, it, it was that type of judgment. And like, why are you wasting your time on a creative thing that anyone can do? And it's like, yo, you work at this company and like, we're all incredibly successful here. Just focus on that. Like stop wasting your time on BS. So I got that kind of judgment uh, a fair amount. But I, it never really bothered me just because I know where I want to go in life. And it's not necessarily being a successful business person. It's being a, a impactful, influential writer. And because I know that, I, that kind of stuff bounces off me. But there's, there's judgment there, certainly. Um, I've gotten, oh, I, okay. I did get an a email the other day of someone who was. You're like, I got one. That's great. I've gotten a couple. <laughs> I, I, I won't go into all the scenarios. I've, I've got some, some people that have really, uh, you know, came out of nowhere to, to really mm-hmm. criti- criticize. And, and I will say, I don't think I handled them that well. I, I like to think that I'm, uh, that's the kind of stuff doesn't bother me, but I, I, I'm an emotional dude more so than you would probably think. Um, and it bothers me, but, uh, to my, to my answer to your question, I, I don't even remember it at the yeah. time. I was like, Oh, like really annoyed. But 
you know, it bounces off because I have so, so much great feedback elsewhere and I have other areas that offer me fulfillment. So it's definitely, definitely there, not as much and clearly not that memorable for me because I just find ways to shift my mindset to things that actually make me happy, which is the good feedback. So that's amazing. And I think for anyone, it's hard when you're being vulnerable and you open up that much with anything like any criticism will be hard in the beginning, especially. But this whole podcast in general is about living your most authentic life and being true to yourself. So I wanted to ask you, what does living your most authentic life mean to you? Yeah, so I mean, I think it means a lot of different things. I think it means, well, I think, I think, in a sense, to me, it means to remove the pressure from yourself to know exactly who you're supposed to be and where you're supposed to be going. I think we put so much pressure on ourselves to say, hey, here's who I want to be. And here's who I want to be with. And here's what I want to be doing. I think that question is a good, I think it's certainly good to set goals and know where you're going. But when you put that pressure on yourself to know exactly who you want to be, I think it's really frustrating. Like, you know, and and you're basing it on things that I think are equally as ambiguous, like, someone's Instagram photo, like, wow, that person's so happy or that person's so successful. When in reality, it's hardly the case. You're, you're setting this goal off of something that might not make sense for you. And then you become frustrated to truly live as yourself and as your authentic self. I think you need to accept that you're not going to be perfect, that you're always going to have a certain amount of doubt in your life. But being true to yourself means living with it, not trying to completely eradicate it. And like, to me, that's been really powerful because before it's like I thought that in order to be happy in order to be truly case Kenny I had to stop doubting myself I had to be always confident I had to be always happy and that's never going to happen so I was always frustrated and felt like I wasn't truly me but what really helped me true live as myself is seeing those thoughts seeing that self-doubt not being happy and just being with it and being fine with it but not letting it stop me like that's the biggest thing I think people assume that you know, to be your true self, to be your happiest self. It's like somehow you've, you've, you've figured out this equation where you're always happy, you're successful, you're influential, you have all these things. When in reality, even the smartest, most successful people all have the same doubt. They've just learned to live with it. And that's, that's the biggest thing that I've realized. I've just become a lot better at seeing the emotions in my head and just living alongside of them rather than being frustrated when I, I, they're still there every day. And that's the biggest thing. I think I'm so much happier now that I do that rather than trying to live in this kind of black and white mentality where it's either I am myself or I'm not myself. Whereas this, there's this middle area where it's, you know, you're both, but because you accept certain things, you're more so yourself than not yourself. Mm -hmm. And that's why it bothers me when people say you've changed. And obviously you change because we're all growing and we all have different parts of ourselves. But Overall, I wanted to ask for you, especially because I know you've probably had struggles and it's not easy to just pursue something that's very different than the norm, maybe. So how important do you believe it is to trust yourself and your abilities? Uh, I think it's very important. Um, I talk a lot about confidence. I talk a lot about self-esteem and they go hand in hand. Um, For me, I mean, I just said it a minute ago. I think there's a lot of people that are better than me, certainly. Uh, I think I am more stubborn than those people, and I think that helps a lot. And, I mean, I I really do believe in, in what I'm doing. I really do. Uh, so I think, it, I think it is really important. If you don't believe in, in why you're doing something, it's going to fall apart. Um, so, I mean, I think that's really important. I think, you know, the, the best way, though, for you to learn to believe in yourself is to stop thinking about it. I think, I think that so many people try to think themselves into 
believing in themselves or into confidence. Like you're not going to be able to think yourself into it. You can listen to all the podcasts you want. You can read all the blogs you want, watch all the YouTube videos you want to talk about mindset tweaks to help you believe in yourself and be more confident. And I used to do that all the time. And I would be frustrated when, you know, it wouldn't work. You know, the only way to do it is to, is to try and take action. And I know that's, that's pretty cliche advice, but it is, it is so entirely true. And like the whole reason that I started my podcast, for example, was to challenge myself. I was like, I think I'm a decent writer. I think I can convey thoughts, but I don't think I have that great of presence when I'm speaking or I can convey myself as well. Like I wanted to challenge myself so that I can truly believe in myself more fully. So that the whole reason I did that was to believe in myself more. And I wouldn't have gotten there if I had just thought myself into, into that. And it's the same way in that I recognize that the next step to challenge myself, which again, that purpose is to help me believe in myself and what I'm doing more is to do video. And then beyond that would be to do more speaking engagements and so on and so forth. Like I know the things that I need to do to challenge myself like completely. Um, but again, that the reason that I see those things is those are action oriented things rather than just um, reading or listening. And I see... A lot of people, and I'm, I'm, all, I'm all for filling your mind with great perspective. Clearly, that's what I built my entire idea on. But like, I see a lot of people that kind of become, you know, for lack of a better term, self-help junkies, where they, they just fill themselves with perspective, but they never do anything with it. Perspective is 99% of the battle. It gets you to the one-yard line, but then you've got to push yourself over. So I would say listen to this podcast, go read, do all those different things, but then you've got to take it out into the world. Otherwise it's kind of just latent. It's just lying there. But that's the, that's how you come to believe in yourself is through action. You're not going to be able to truly validate why you should believe in yourself. If it's just in your head, it has to, it has to be out in the world. I love that. So what helps you stay consistent though, and take action when you're having those bad days or you get that bad comment or you're just, you feel like it's not your best episode. Like what keeps you going? Yeah. Um, so it's a couple different things. One, I, I'm very addicted to the idea of progress. Like I, I, whether that's quantifiable through numbers or whatever it is, or through um, feedback, like one bad comment is eroded by one good comment and the good comments far outweigh that. So to me, that's, that really is what motivates me. Uh, but the re- like, I tell everyone to DM me on Instagram and it's because that that community aspect is what keeps me going truly knowing that I'm talking to humans. I'm not just creating to create. That's what keeps me going. But other than that, like I've been in content creation entrepreneurship for quite some time. Like I, I, I've seen it time and time again, how you, how you become successful as a blogger, a podcaster, YouTuber, whatever it's consistency. That's all it is. And that's a cliche again, but I've seen it. For example, my buddy Charlie runs a YouTube channel called Charisma on Command. Over a million subscribers. You can go back on Social Blade and look at his subscribers and his content. Two years ago when he was just getting started, you know, he published content every week for like a year and a half. And, and the growth was was linear. It was right across. It was going up a little bit, but it was pretty static. And then one month, it blew up. And, um, you know, there's a lot of luck certainly in that, in that factor, but that was, he just, he created a hundred episodes and then 101, 102, 103, one went viral. One was shared on Twitter by so-and-so like that's how we blew up. And I, and I see the idea of being consistent. You're being consistent for one reason and that's to get lucky. I think anyone that I know, whether they're a successful business person, incredibly wealthy, influential, or a successful creator, influential, uh, with a large following is they're great at what they do, 
and they're consistent at it. And the net result of that is they got lucky at some point. If you ask someone who's successful and they say they've never got lucky, they're probably lying to you. You're going to get lucky. And I think that consistency is the best way to put yourself in line to get lucky. And the more you create, the more likely you are to get lucky. And I firmly believe in that. And I talk about it on the podcast where I'm very optimistic. I wake up every day and I'm like, today's a good day to get lucky. And the way to get lucky is to create. And then the more you do that, the more consistent you are, the more likely you are to get lucky. Like that's the world we live in. You, you got to get lucky. Like, I, I don't think you're ever going to be successful just because you're good at what you do. It needs to get in front of the right people at the right time. And then there's a little special luck on there. So like, to me, like that mentality, even if I'm having a bad day, even if I don't think I did my best job, or at least I did it. I went out there and I put myself in position to get lucky. I didn't get lucky. Okay. But tomorrow's another day. And like, I, I truly believe that mentality works. It works for me. Like I never, I don't get down on myself that often because you know, tomorrow's another day to get lucky. Definitely. And I agree because I think so many people get discouraged if they don't see results right away. And this generation is so about like short-term success. And, you know, we compare ourselves to people online. We see all these people doing well, but I honestly believe that life is a marathon, not a race. So I agree with that mentality. So I wanted to ask you if the person listening right now, if there's someone who maybe feels stuck and they want to start somewhere, they want to pursue their passion and they don't know where to start, maybe they're afraid of fear, judgment or failure, what would you tell them? Yeah, I mean, I think my answer would be, okay, those feelings are valid. Like there's nothing wrong with those. Don't try to avoid them. Don't try to address those issues first before creating. Like don't try to think yourself into be like, well, you know, I really want to uh, paint, for example, but I'm worried about what people will think. So first, I have to be a better human and, and not care. I think it's the other way around. You should just start creating and then deal with those emotions as they come. Um, I mean, to me, like, I, I'm very impatient. So I try a lot of different things very quickly. And I think that's really benefited me because I've gotten all this experience in a short amount of time, whereas people who tend to just overthink things don't. And I know it's easier said than done. I know a lot of people have different responsibilities and contexts and jobs, and they're not always able to move as fast as I do. But again, not to sound like a broken record, but action is the only thing that's going to cure you being stuck. It's the only thing that's going to ever cure your self-doubt, any, any sense of frustration. It's going, to be, it's going to be things like that. And, you know, um, I'm a, a, a nine-to-fiver side hustler guy. Like, that's how I got my start with everything. And like for people to say, oh, you know, I'm just really focused on my job right now. I don't have time or I'm stuck in my job. I don't have time to start something creative or entrepreneurial or whatever. Um, I, I would call that person out and say, I don't believe you, honestly. And I mean that respectfully. But, um, you know, I, 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 I have proven in my life that you can absolutely do that. But it comes down to it will be a burden for you if that thing that you're trying to do isn't aligned with what makes you happy and fulfilled. And if that's the case, yeah, then it's going to be a challenge for you because you're not going to want to do it. And it's going to be, you're going to have to literally pressure yourself to hustle and get it done. But if it's the opposite and you actually mean something to you, it won't seem like a burden. So I think with those two mindsets, knowing that the only way to get yourself out of whatever rut you're stuck in is to act and that to realize that really, I would think this, whatever your circumstances are, there is time within it to at least try you can't lose with that mentality. And then you combine that mentality with the idea of being consistent and getting lucky and pushing yourself. Like you're, you're going to be put yourself in a good position to succeed, but it's, it's all about that initial first step. Yeah, definitely. And from experience, do you think that it's better to focus on 
one, like if you have a few interests that you're maybe curious about, do you think it's better to focus on one or try different things, like start a podcast at the same time as a YouTube channel? What do you think on that? Like put in all your effort into one or try different things? Um, it's a good question. Uh, I think I've gone back and forth on it right now where I'm at, given my experience, I think you should diversify, um, for a variety of different reasons. One, let's say you want to be a podcaster and a YouTuber. I say do both of them. One, because you're going to get all the perspective from both and you can apply different learnings to both. But I've, I've found that the more that you focus your attention on one thing and only try to be successful on one thing is you then have a singular point of failure. So if, if you're like, I want to go all in on YouTube and then let's say it flops. Well, then you've completely failed in that respect. Uh, I think you could definitely pivot from there and learn, but you put all your eggs in, in one basket where there's, there's uh, binary speaking, there's only two outcomes, you win or you lose. And in that case, there's one point of failure. Whereas if you're, you're podcasting and you're YouTubing and you're vlogging and you're uh, blogging and doing all that, like you have multiple points to win, to lose and to get lucky. And to me, like that's more valuable. Um, I don't think that's sustainable. Certainly. I think from there you got to see, okay, what am I really good at? What am I really passionate about? And then you choose, but to start, I think you, you try as many as you can. Like I, I do, I have a whole list where I have a whole list behind (laughs) me, um, of things that I want to do. And I look at it a lot. I'm like, uh, I would really like to do a lot of those things, but I know right now that it would really distract me from what I've learned I should lean more into, which is the writing and the podcasting. And that came from trial and error initially of doing many things and then you know, crunching it down. So I would start big, go small, learn in the process. Um, and then eventually, yeah, you could hone into one or two, two things. But initially, if you, if you truly like don't know, I would go wide. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate it. Like all this info and insight. It's all so great. Um, I wanted to ask what's coming up next for you and Pursuit and your podcast, if there's anything specific you'd like to share and where can listeners follow you and subscribe? Um, yeah, I mean, what's next for me is just uh, really just honing what I'm doing. Um, I have a new business partner on Pursuit, um, the podcast. I'm doing more guests. I have a couple of live live tapings I'm going to be doing with big brands coming up, um, things like that. So honestly, it's, it's more of the same um, because I think it can really grow past where it is now. Um, and from a business perspective, some, some different things we're rolling out, but yeah, I think it's more of the same. People can find me new mindset. Who dis is pretty much everywhere at case.kenny on Instagram or pursuit, which is spelled P R S U I T.com. It's the daily email, but thank you. Awesome. I appreciate that. Of course. And I'll include all the information in the description so people can find you there. And I really appreciate it. Thank you so much for being on the show and taking time out of your day. I know you have a daily email list and a p- podcast, so I'm sure you're so busy. <laughs> so I really appreciate it. Thank you. It's not a problem. Thanks for having me today. Thank you, Saturday, of course. So I, try to, I try to lay I appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you. So I hope you all enjoyed that episode. I really enjoyed talking to Case. It was really, really, really nice to hear a fresh perspective and to hear his story and how he started Pursuit and his podcast and where he's at now and how he still dreams big. And, you know, you get to a certain point where you think this is it or I'm already doing well and this and that. But like Case, I hope to always be curious and wanting to grow and 
try more things and learn fresh perspectives. So it was really nice talking to him. I'd love to know what kind of guests you would like to have on the show and if you are enjoying these guests. And with that said, I'm so excited for the future guests that are coming on the show. I love hearing people's stories and where they came from because if anything, I would love to just go get coffee with these people and learn about their lives and and gain knowledge from them. But the beautiful thing about this podcast is I can do that while sharing it with you and sharing it with more people and hopefully you can feel inspired or take something from it or feel less alone or feel motivated. I love to get to know people and so the reason I do this is to share it with you and to share my perspectives with you. So I'm really enjoying having guests on the show and this is just the beginning. Like I said, I'm going to also have some solo episodes but I'm mostly really excited to have guests on the show. I'm learning so much from them and I'm learning so much about this process every week. Every week I feel so much more knowledgeable and like I really know what I'm doing and I make mistakes and then I keep going. So if you stuck around and you're excited, that means a lot. It's only going to get great and better from here. And I really appreciated Case for coming on the show. It's still so new in my journey. And the fact that he came on and took the time out of his day meant a lot. So thank you, Case. And thank you to all of you who are listening. I hope you enjoyed that episode. And if you want to follow Case and you're listening to this on Apple iTunes, I will include all his information in the description of this episode. And I will include the link to Pursuit so you can sign up for the email list. And if you would like to follow my Instagram, that is at tara.mont. And the Instagram for this podcast is at trust and thrive. And like I said, this will all be in the description of the episode. And if you choose to leave a review, thank you so, so much. It means the world. So thank you all so much for listening. I hope you all have an incredible start to your March. And I will catch you all next Thrive Thursday.